Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Dr. Laurie Santos. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. We believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can build a more connected community. Neighbor to Neighbor. It takes a neighborhood. 
All right, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs with me, Giles Bidder. It's where I speak to bands and artists about making music and how they've got through it. It's no secret that right now might be the hardest it's ever been to be an independent musician. I want to find out how bands keep going, what's the impetus, how they're able to keep making records and us dancing. On today's episode, very special band, English Teacher, one of England's most exciting guitar bands. They've just announced their debut album, This Could Be Texas, coming out on the 12th of April. Uh, They just released an incredible video and track, Albert Road. I implore you to go check that out. Really well filmed, really fresh and original. I sometimes think bands have a bit of a tough job coming up with original music video ideas. And Albert Road by English Teacher just brings a really fresh feeling so go and li- go and watch that go and enjoy it uh, what an exciting band i saw them at the end of last year and completely blew me away someone in the front row of the gig actually passed out which i think had something to do with the music they were playing so you can't get more powerful of evidence than that really cheers for listening to 101 part-time jobs make sure you subscribe if you like this episode if you like this show and what i'm trying to do here if you really like it you can leave a review shout out to 2000 trees festival who support the show their first announcement for this year's festival in cheltenham includes the gaslight anthem headlining on the thursday manchester orchestra boston manor cleopatric the mysterines gouge away and plenty of other incredible bands across what indie rock folk hardcore punk rock if you're into that range of stuff 2000 trees is the one for you this july and you can pick up those tickets at 2000trees.co.uk introducing ampollo the new app for musicians using ai stem separation play along to any song improving your practice and performance record audio or video and connect with musicians all over the world collaborating and creating together think google docs meets tiktok but for musicians. There's a huge range of video and audio editing tools, and the best part, it's free. Download today and make your mark. Ampolo, made for music. Pick up Ampolo from the App Store, it's free. You can play guitar, bass, drums, sing along, any instrument on that app and find new friends to do it with. Now, from English Teacher, we've got Lewis and Doglegs Frog. I mean, sorry, Doug. Doglegs Frog was his Zoom name. Here on 101 Part-Time Jobs. 101 Part-Time Jobs. Uh, I grew up in a town near Preston. Um, and so, like, the, the only venue, the only two venues near there are Bootleg Social in Blackpool or The Ferret in Preston, which are both great. I think both also part of uh, independent venue week. Um, uh, but not not on the, the tour. Yeah, like for bigger gigs, for most gigs, I go to Manchester because it was like that's that was the main place growing up where where I'd go see the first gig I went to on my own yeah. was there. Yeah, because it's like it's not far on on the train really, and it's like I used to go to Deaf Institute loads. Obviously, the Ritz, Gorilla, Soup Kitchen, Night and Day. Yeah, like loads, loads of ones from like end of high school through to before I went to uni. Mm. That was the main main place I go. 
Do you think there's something in that? You know, even if it is a fairly easy train ride, I'm sure it gets past midnight and you're like, fucked, you know, and then you need to find out the way home. Yeah. And, and with you, Doug, being in Bedford, which is still like, what, 45 minutes out of London, mm. I wonder mm. if there's something in that where you're in a kind of satellite town with, you know, close to a big city. So you know that there's good stuff happening, but you, you still have to, you've got a bit of, you've got to make a bit of effort to fucking get there. Yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. And it was a bit of a worry because those trains, those the trains back to Bedford on the Thames Cross, they're very regular. But sometimes, if they fuck up, then they get, then you're kind of you're stuffed, and you have to wait at the train station for yeah, hours. Yeah, do a sleeper. Yeah, so I've done, yeah, I've slept in St Pancras quite a few times, and I waited for like the six AM train. But, I mean, that's brave of you. I mean, playing in a band now. What kind of help is out there for you? You know, we'd read about the 90s bands all being on the dole and that's the way they had time and, a, you know, not very much, but like a bit of cash for practice and to go on tour and be back the next Tuesday when mm. they got to go sign on to the dole. What's it like now in your generation, do you think? Like, wh- how, how do people do it? Um, I don't think it's that much different, really. I think it really depends. Yeah. I think we're in an extremely fortunate position with the the label backing that we have and the all of the other deals that we've we've been lucky enough to get um uh we're, you know and even in I don't know I feel like yeah this I feel like the the kind of fairy tale of um you know being in a touring band and making the big bucks isn't real mm. anymore as much as would unless 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 you know you reach those like really high levels um of success um yeah it's it, i don't think it's too much too different to be honest yeah yeah it's really not like we're touring a lot and we're signed to a big label but i mean i i live with my mom and dad and i can't see that changing for a long time and like we're not yeah I, nothing has really changed <laughs> really <laughs> it's about using the resources that you have around you basically yeah and like like Lewis said we are so so lucky to be in the position we're in because there's no there's no way if we didn't if we weren't signed there's no way we would be able to do the things that we have got coming up or that we have done already like absolutely no way yeah. unless we had loads of money from another thousand thousand saving <laughs> yeah yeah I can't just open like go on tour for a month not in any money yeah yeah and it's it's the time. It's time for touring, but also writing. Mm. I saw you at that Scala show and one of my shows of the year, no, no hyperbole, no just saying it, you know, because we're chatting now. One of my favourite shows of the year. The tunes, the, the Mastermind tune, that was the first time I saw you play that there, Mastermind Specialist, and it fucking blew me away oh thank you one of the things i, I the, the, the biggest thing i thought this you know a, a band who who didn't spend loads of time in a room together touring practicing learning to play with each other that a track like that wouldn't exist without that you know it, it seems to me like that was my first thought i was like this is a song that's been made in time you know yeah like that song first came about from an idea that was written probably like two and a half years ago maybe three years ago and it's sort of slowly developed since then until then we had a bit of time writing where we've properly fleshed it out together yeah last summer 
that's it's really gone through quite a few phases mm-hmm. and so you're right like we is we just need like you you just need time <laughs> like time is so important yeah yeah i know it sounds so basic and i think it's about skateboarders and people who are just who, who artists musicians like all in that kind of venn diagram of people making stuff i'm always so amazed how people really just kind of put their ideas first I mean, it's really easy to come out of school, go straight into work and do things that you feel like you're supposed to be doing, quote unquote. And so to, to, to say like, fuck that, I'm going to do my own thing is, is really amazing to me. Yeah, big time. Because it's, it's empowering, isn't it? And it, like, it's fun. I don't want to live like a boring life. You know what I mean? There's that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? What's your, what are your kind of ruminations about that? I just feel, I can't help but feel very lucky that I and we have been given the opportunity to explore what we truly want to do. Mm-hmm. I guess I think it's so important. Yeah, definitely. I'd say that's I'd say that's the source of a lot of my motivation. To be honest, mm-hmm. to like making it as in like that's my motivation. Just like make it work. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to get swept up in it, but I feel like if I like zoomed out or I like saw what we were doing now to like myself like a few years ago. Um, then you know, like it's it's it, like yeah, we're extremely lucky. It's a crazy thing that we're able to do, and yeah. And you put the work in before those opportunities come, though, right? Oh yeah, big yeah. time. Like, like the hours practicing, talking, writing, playing shows. Yeah, yeah, it's relentless. Like it, it always was, and it, and it almost it feels way more relentless now, <laughs> more than ever. Yeah, but and I think there's there's a lot more it's way more relentless now because of the kind of added pressure of like, fuck, we've been given this opportunity. So now we need to make it work more than ever. Right. Because it feels way more like of the essence, I guess. I don't know what I mean by that. Yeah. But there's a lot more, I guess there also, there's quite a lot more eyes on us now. Mm -hmm. And I don't like being perceived (laughs) and we are. Big time. Well, it, it's difficult to be, to have those eyes on you because it's like, yeah. in, a, in a funny way, I mean, from my perspective, it's like, you know, the advice I'd give you if we were mates, we are mates, you know, if, you know, if, <laughs> if the advice I would say to my mate in a similar position would be like, just keep on doing what you've already been doing. You know, that's, it's like, I feel like the friends who, you know, like nerves before going on stage, I feel like the, I feel like the best advice is something to say, like, this is a celebration of what you've already done. You've already done the work. This is a celebration of it. Mm. Just, just be cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, I like that. That's a nice kind of flip. I need to think of that a bit more. It's a really nice way to put it. Yeah. You've, but it's true. You've done the work. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. The record's made. It's very true. There's nothing we can do about it now. It's <laughs> <laughs> still going back now. People just need to hear it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of talk. I'm not sure if you saw it, but Bethany Consentino, Consentino from Best Coast um, made a video that, that Stereo Gun picked up. And it was about how when her solo record just came out, because of the way that DSPs and everything you know, works that it's like, she was basically saying like, I put all this love into this record and, and I got pressed for a week and then it kind of, you know, mm. didn't happen. And, and, and that is something that's happening for all artists, whether you're, 
whether you're huge or whether you're just getting started. And that's mm. just kind of the world we live in. So, I mean, I wonder whether it's even worth thinking about that or just kind of ignoring it. Like, whatever happens, it's out of your control and it's out of everyone's control, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, it really is. And there is, and I, and I love it, but there's so much music out there. There's so many people trying to get their stuff heard, mm. which is amazing. But then that doesn't surprise me that then some things can get kind of swept up and some things are kind of swept under the rug for a bit and then get heard again on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, there's so many more. I mean, maybe there will probably always, always have been, but it seems like because of the likes of social media and it's, it's way more accessible now to get your music heard for free. Uh-huh. There's just so much more out there, which is wonderful, but also then makes it very saturated and, it's then harder, but then it's easier. <laughs> it's a rock and hard place. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sighs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. It sounds like, and I haven't heard the full record, and I think this episode's going to go out closer to the announcement of the record, so I think we can talk about the album. Mm. Um, it sounds like, from the from the tunes, from the singles, that it is going to be a record that keeps on getting better with each listen, you know, and on the 10th listen, you're going to be hearing arrangements that you didn't hear the first time, and then five years later, you know, I don't know, the, the album, you know, if I go back and listen to, you know, records that I loved 10 years ago, like The Shins or Jeff Buckley, It'd be like, oh fuck, you know that this album's got better. I feel, I suspect that's going to be the case with English Teacher. That's an insanely nice thing to hear. <laughs> I really hope so. And but it's but it's true because it feels like the arrangements are really thought out. There's a lot of deepness in there. I mean, does that 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 kind of element of a record lasting, you know, proving being the test of proving the test of time, is that something that starts off in the writing process? Do you think? It's actually something that I, I I had in my head a lot, to be honest, personally. Because I feel like, as in, that that's kind of how I wanted to set a bar in my head that was like a bit too high, isn't like just because I feel like how many opportunities do you get to write a debut album and have and have all of this, you know, support behind us and all of this like mm-hmm. like attention. And I, I don't know. I feel like. Like there was a lot of songs that didn't make it, and there was like a few. There's a lot of ideas that didn't make it, and I think I, I don't know. I really like the idea of of like holding the bar as being like you know, like I want it to be like really good, like classic songs. Yeah, and you only get one shot at a debut. <laughs> yeah, like you could like yeah. Whether we'd done that or not, I don't know. But like I like the idea of the bar being like, but like not certainly for like okay, that's like kind of a song, and it's like pretty good. Um, I spent a lot. I actually spent a lot of time during the writing, writing process. I kind of got obsessed with going back and going through albums that like um, really excited me when I was younger. Yeah, and like 
basically like you know those like big albums that you almost forget about it's like yeah there's all those little cool albums that really inspire me and they're like doing like individual things but then like the really big ones that kind of like sit there is like kind of just like the staple mm. the ones i was like shit i think i'd want to do this kind of album yeah and those those ones are used as a measure for like which are one what are, tell me one or two of those uh like and it's some that i did i kind of some of them i didn't really like think of as well like you know like uh like siamese dream smash Pumpkins. i feel like i discovered that when i was like 11 12 but like it's like some of it's a bit cringy but it's like it's like i don't know like it's not really but like of the time of the time <laughs> yeah but it was like there was like a few things was like that kind of made me want to like play guitar or like yeah um i'm trying to think of what else now loads loads of like smith is this it actually as well yeah like another album like it's just like it's not necessarily like that cool but it's just like such a classic album and it was like such like a i don't know like things like that like um i'm throwing radiohead into the mix here as well now mm. this is a lot of like just bands like the classic the classics basically fucking full send yeah like they kind of like the basics but i feel like it's it's like ones that are right you know i tend to kind of write off a bit because they're so like just like they're always there it's just like a background like mm -hmm. one of the common threads to me of, the, of those records and you know thinking about that kind of thing is that is the vulnerability mm. that those records and those artists have you know like that real kind of stripped awayness and and like you say some some smashing pumpkins tunes or some stuff from the 90s is now sounds a bit cringy but like I, I feel like cringy and vulnerability for me are like very much in the they're very next to each other. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like, yeah, totally. Did you have that? Do you talk about this kinds of stuff? You know, between the four of you, do you talk about this in the car? I mean, we must have, right? I can't. I can't. Nothing comes to mind now. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. But I mean, this element of being vulnerable, because I mean, imagine there's enough to sort out. There's where you're sleeping. The last time I, 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 I chatted to you briefly at that 100 Club show and we were ch chatting and, and you say, oh, you know, we're, we're staying in West London at a hostel tonight and, mm -hmm. and where you're staying, where you're driving, that's always going to be, I imagine, the priority of what you're talking about. But then having that, having the music side of it, of being like, oh, I love that snare sound. Mm -hmm. Like, that's something I want to bring, you know, listening to the music in the car, that's something I want to bring in. Are those the kinds of conversations you will you, have or do you do you kind of sort of keep them to yourselves in, in a way? I'm going to say we probably keep them to ourselves. We must, yeah. we must talk about it as well, but I can't, I can't remember a time because usually if we're all listening to something together, one of us won't like it. <laughs> Am I right, Lewis, or is that? We know you're right. It's usually, it's usually <laughs> kind of like, I feel like we rotate it a bit. Like we'll like cue a song in the car or something, and it'll be like, like someone will be like, be apologising to someone, or it'll be like, <laughs> oh, I'll be like, oh, 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 a big apologist here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who cued this? Like this is definitely, definitely some fucking Nick cue. No, no yeah, <laughs> great. Well, look, sounds like you, you know, in the storm of it, you're like you're in the process of it. You know, I imagine you're, you're excited to see what's next and excited to some things you can control, other things you can't control. And it's, 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 it's the experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And it is, it, it really is an experience. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I love it to bits. <laughs> Talking about jobs then, I mean, I kind of gone through various like 
iterations of how I like asking people about jobs and their kind of classic work mistakes. And, and I feel like we do live in this world where, you know, we're not, we're not too far apart in age. When we finish school, it's, there's that kind of element of, you know, you can do anything, you know, you can go to Australia for, for a gap year and, and do this. And I, 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 very different to our parents' generations. And I, I, you know, we live in a special time for it of like working. Mm. People are having like so many different jobs, so many different careers. That element of getting one job and sticking to it doesn't, it's just not the re reality now for, for so many of us. No, not at all. So, mm -hmm. you know, with that in mind, with that as the backdrop, what are your stories of, you know, what are the worst jobs you've done? What are the best jobs you've done? Are there jobs that really stick out that you're like, yeah, I would do that again or definitely not <laughs> do that again? <laughs> Oh, big time. For me, the worst ones would be any sort of hospitality thing. I had a bad experience once where I worked in, this is before I came, I went to uni, I worked in a pub down the road and the manager was a right meanie. I didn't like him. But then I was also a very sensitive soul. So oh. any sort of even slight negative comment towards how I was working would, would hurt me for weeks on end. And so basically I made it and I was like, Someone asked for Irish coffee. I made one. I didn't know how to make one and I did it wrong. And then the manager shouted at me and then I never went back. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I get it now. I worked at a radio station. We'd have those group meetings and sometimes I'd voice my opinion and then I'd spend the rest of my day wishing I hadn't because I felt like an idiot afterwards. Mm. It sucks. It sucks ass. <laughs> it does suck. How about you, Lewis? Worst one I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, if actually all of my jobs have been hospitality jobs and still are, to be honest, apart from obviously music jobs, but like, you know, if we're talking about side jobs and jobs growing up, they've all been bars, restaurants, cafes, yeah. pubs. Worst one, worst one I think was maybe I worked in a cafe. Oh, this, it, well, I mean, it, I think it was the worst one because of the context. And it was basically, I uh, moved into a house after uni because um, I had to. And I just kind of was, I was completely winging it. So, and I didn't, I was just an idiot and I didn't plan my finances at all. So I was basically, I was like, yeah, I'll get a job. It's sound. I'll get like any pub job. Didn't sort it. And then there was this like two, I didn't get anything quick enough. So I got this, like, there was this little window where I was literally like having to accept any job and I had to, um, quick. The only job that I got in time was this cafe one, but cause I had no money, I had to walk there. So it took me two hours to walk to this cafe in round a every morning until I got cash at the end of the week. So I could pay for a taxi and that week, that fucking week. And the, obviously cause it was the word I had to accept the first job I could get my hands on. So it was, I was literally cleaning up rubbish for a week and I had absolutely no, nothing to my name. And that was the fucking worst one. This fucking, it was like, chaos, you know, like a museum cafe where it's like absolute chaos. It's like <laughs> and kids yeah. just like chucking fucking crisp wrappers everywhere. That. I had no idea you did that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a low point. <laughs> it's great. I know. Cause those kinds of places are where parents take their kids. A few of my friends have got kids now. When we hang out, we'll be like, what do we, what do you do with a kid? Cause you can't go to the pub. And we can, but you know, only for a half an hour or so. And so we'll go to those museums and, and, and everyone else has got the same idea. Mm. <laughs> so it's just baby shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not funny. I think the thing that I think about this, um, you know, based off my own experiences, of course, is that like the identity 
when you have that because when you're in that scenario and you know you're there to get paid uh, you know and you know that the day's gonna end but in that moment in that day it doesn't feel like it's ever gonna end mm. and you start thinking is this what i do now yeah because that can start to fuck with your head mm. yeah so did you always feel like, were you like i'm you know i'm doing this for a reason i'm doing this so i can play music uh, i guess in hindsight yeah i was thinking that but at the time time just moved so slowly and i wanted to be anywhere yeah. else yeah doesn't feel like it's worth it in the time yeah, I guess. But I guess it definitely did feel like it was worth it. Worth it for the stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> worth it to have in the rearview mirror. So there they were, as they live and breathe, Lewis and Doug from English Teacher. I hope you enjoyed that chat and got something from it, and it provides a nice tonic to Albert Road and your pre-orders of This Could Be Texas out on the 12th of April. Uh, The artwork's lovely. I think Lily Fontaine uh, designed. uh, Really great. What a brilliant debut album to be looking forward to this year. Go see them live, pick up the record, and let's enjoy it. All right, see you again soon. Some brilliant episodes coming up here. We've got Everything, Everything. Uh, We've got Jamie Webster, uh, Ned Russin from Title Fight and now Glitterer, Norman Brannan, Ed Harcourt, Idols, loads of great stuff. So make sure you subscribe, uh, review if you've got a second, um, and I'll be speaking to you very soon. Cheers. have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.